0: everybody and thanks for joining us for the phnx suns post game show brought to you by the DraftKings sportsbook app america's number one sportsbook app don't forget to hit that like button subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five-star review can i hit
1: the dislike button on the suns tonight
0: on the yeah. Suns? Yes. On the video? It, no.
2: If you hit it on the video, you and I are going to fight. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no. Not on the
2: video. Not on the video.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, unfortunately for all of us here, the Suns did not get the W tonight. They fell to the Minnesota Timberwolves, 116 to 121. Unfortunately, it was just another one of those nights.
2: Let's be honest. They didn't get the W, but we did. We had a great night out here mm-hmm. with Phenomenal. the fans at the Do- Dobson Ranch Golf Club. I loved it, and even though the Suns played poorly, uh, tonight was like the Suns in the fourth quarter. It was a lot of fun. And
1: yeah. Listen, it, this was this event was uh, one of a kind, to be honest, and uh, we look forward to doing a lot more of them. It was so much fun going all the way down the bays and just meeting different people who bought tickets to the event. We had a lot of walk-ups tonight, um, people that couldn't buy a ticket earlier, but they had the Friday night free all of a sudden. The kids had a yeah. a masterful <laughs> freaking putt-putt course that was set up. I mean, Dobson Ranch... Thank you so much for, for allowing us to do this. Yeah, and we wouldn't
2: have been able to stomach this game otherwise.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, honestly, though, like, if you weren't able to join us this time, next time if you're in town, if we are still playing like this specifically, mm-hmm. it definitely took the edge off. Yeah. Like, yes. I would be much more upset about this game right now had we been watching it from our studios, no matter how comfortable and cute they are. This, was, this took the edge off because we could all kind of commiserate together yeah, and poke fun sure. at sure. how we were feeling, so. So... Like I said, we're probably not going to be as upset yeah. tonight, I, just because. I,
1: I will say though, there was one thing that upset me tonight, and that was Lindsay giving out free hugs to strangers. I, oh, I yeah, I a, was like, what? one hug. Yeah, I saw that hug, and well, I was like, what? It was insulting. Did, did I th-
0: hug multiple people? I thought I just hugged Sean. I That's don't all think it I matters. Needed to see,
1: was well, the one was the one. <laughs> so I assumed you just went around hugging everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. This is everybody bullshit. got a hug tonight, butts off.
1: <laughs> Every time I try to hug Lindsay, she just squirms, <laughs> and it's not like that. Don't fucking go. There. It's just she doesn't like physical touch, I guess. I don't know. So, uh,
0: I don't know. I don't well, tell you. We'll go
1: with that. Maybe yeah. I smell. Maybe I smell.
0: <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's tip things off in this post game show by looking inside the box what's in the box what's in the
2: box the screen is much further away tonight so let me see Uh, it was a 121 116 loss for your phoenix suns and that score is extremely deceiving because they were down by as many as 24 tonight and a lot of that story was the turnover suns had 19 to the wolves 15 points off those turnovers surprisingly this this can't be right can it
3: It is, surprisingly. Which is insane. Yeah.
2: 25 points for the Suns off of turnovers, 17 for the Wolves. Somehow the Timberwolves uh, managed to suck when it came to uh, converting off those turnovers. But points in the paint, as we expected uh, with this Wolves group, 64 points for the Timberwolves to the Suns, 46. And that was the big difference tonight.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was it's one of those games, again, where they got off to a slow start and were playing from behind, and they keep getting in this habit, and I know they're shorthanded, but they've got to find a way to start first quarters better. They were down 10 at the end of the first and gave up a 35-point quarter. They held them under 30 the next three. Like They did a decent job after that point of being competitive, but they keep shooting themselves in the foot as far as how they're getting off to these starts in these games. Um, and hopefully the cavalry's coming here soon because they just need to be better defensively early in these games. The mayor hooking me up with a beverage thank you so much so I can wash the taste
1: of this bad game out of my mouth folks. Uh, listen I, I think uh, I understand that this team is is struggling right now. It's it, the numbers almost feel like, you know, outside of the paint, obviously, like the points off of turnovers, like what?
3: Yeah, like, yeah, it didn't feel like. Honestly,
0: it. but that was all game long, though, when I was actually looking at the points off turnovers compared to the actual turnovers. I was like, this could be even worse. It
3: could have
2: been. If
0: the Timberwolves were actually taking much better advantage of it, this could have been even worse, which saying a lot, because at one point we were down by 20 some odd points. That's but
2: this right. is this is a game where the box score doesn't make any sense. We always joke that the math is mathing. Tonight it wasn't. The Sun shot 61% from three-point range, uh, the Wolves, 35. Like, mm-hmm. th- this is a game that mathematically does not make a lot of sense when you look at it. Now, uh, the Suns made a lot of those in the fourth. They had only shot in, uh, shot a very minimal amount through three quarters. Uh, they picked up the pace in that fourth. But still, when you shoot 61% from three, most games you're going to go, yeah, that's a win. Yeah, um, but it wasn't tonight.
3: And that's the problem is they made 14 threes and they shot 61%. They only attempted 23. Um, so this is, again this is a team that needs to shoot more threes than that. They need to play and paint to great. Uh, it was weird that it feels like when Saban Lee checks in, they finally have somebody that's gonna put pressure on the rim because they need more guys that can do that, and they have guys that can do that. Um, you know, Damian Lee got to the line eight times, Sabin Lee got to the line, or sorry, Sabin Lee got to the line eight times, Damian Lee got to the line five times and that was more than half of the team's free throws just between those two guys. So, like, they need to be in that attack mode. You see the points in the paint discrepancy. Uh, They just don't have the right guys that you need to make the math math, even when you shoot well from three, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and that uh, did—it's one of those things, too, where it's like, yeah, at the end, those were the numbers, but throughout the game, that wasn't the numbers. Around halftime, we saw the Timberwolves leading up to halftime were at, like, 60% from the field. Yeah, You know what I mean? So, like, while it ended— a lot lower throughout the game. We saw spurts where the Timberwolves were really knocking shots down and the mm-hmm. Suns were not as much. They couldn't keep up in that way. No. So this is just a weird game. And honestly, though, like I think the biggest thing that was sort of frustrating, um, and I know a lot of people in the chat are already talking about it, was just like DA coming back from injury but not really having the juice. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a specific play where he turned the ball over and then just watched it. Like, it almost looked like he was expecting McHill to go get it, even Mm. though he was the one who had turned it over. And that one was the one where I saw social media kind of be like, WTF is going on.
1: And that in the microcosm is kind of the conundrum of DA. Uh, Instead of being the aggressor or being assertive or being, uh, you know, really understanding what he's supposed to do at a given time, the ball gets slapped away from him, and he just kind of stands there expecting somebody else to kind of bail him out. And, you know, just great players just don't do that. They just don't do that. If if the ball gets knocked away from you, you go get it. Nobody else, you go get it. And he just stood there. And Mikhail stood there. And then the t the Bulls obviously got one of their, their fast break buckets off of that. And that's just, again, that's that's D.A. Well, and, we, and I wish I could defend them, but there is no defense for that. I
2: I, I don't want to hear anymore, and this isn't a knock on you, I just don't want to hear anymore a great player would do. Because at this point, DeAndre Ayton isn't going to be a great Shit, player. A good player. Like, yeah, that's I, I want to say... A, a good player, a good big man, would do because great feels unattainable when you watch some of this at this point. And to me, the the big thing tonight: twenty four percent of the shots for the Suns came from mikhail and Damian Lee. They made forty six percent of them. Twenty four percent of the shots for the Suns tonight came from Da and and D. Wash. They scored twenty percent of the point of the make had twenty percent of the makes. That's problematic. D.A. or D. Lee and McHale should have had more of the shots tonight when they're hot like that. And I think D.A. spent too much time trying to get into it. And at some point they needed to cut their loss, move on, which they started doing in the fourth. And you saw that lead dwindle.
3: I will say the turnover obviously looks bad. The miscommunication that he and McHale Bridges had on that play. I think they both thought the other one was going to go get it and neither one did. And so it looked bad for DA specifically because he's the one that turned it over. I will say I am a little more willing to offer DA some sort of, not lenience, but a little bit more of a line because we did the same thing, or at least I did the same thing with Mikhail when I was talking about how he just doesn't look right. He looks like he's playing through something. DA, he missed a lot of shots around the basket that he normally makes. And I, I do wonder about the ankle if he's fully 100%, if he is also playing through something. But yeah, you look at it, 11 and 11, five of 18 shooting, uh, two turnovers. It was not a good night for him. First night back after the ankle sprain. Uh, you know, I, I just I struggle with this one because you say you criticize Da and you're not being hard enough on James Jones and Monty and every other piece of the equation. But then, you know, you stand for DA and he's soft and he's weak and he's never going to be. There's no middle ground in this conversation. And it's to the point point where I can't stand talking about DA because no matter what you say about him, the other side is going to jump in and start attacking whatever you just said. There's no middle ground and it's aggravating.
1: And I think that's where I kind of am at. What I'm tired of is I'm tired of always having to excuse something D.A. is doing. Mm-hmm. And with Devin Booker, you don't really have to do that so much. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul now, obviously, you're, you're having to kind of defend him or, or or go at him a little bit more because, you know, he's just coming to the end of his career. But you are, you understand what the deal is with mm-hmm. Chris Paul. With D.A., you just you – there is no excuse. and no, And you're just not. like you should be playing at a higher level than you are. And it feels like nine in, nine out, you know – it's 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 just too much. It's just too much to try and defend or or you know or uh, you know attack
3: all the time. It's exhausting. It is. Da is exhausting. He like is. that's what he is. The whole conversation is, and like even in the chat now, what I just said has people riled up. When was what was the excuse when he was dropping four points healthy? We criticized him when he did that. That's my point. You can't criticize him without the other side bringing up other shit and you can't talk good about him without the other side bringing up. But it's just exhausting and I'm so sick of it. And it's it's been like that since day one.
0: It's funny because he is exactly like the conversation around him, right? It's so inconsistent because night in and night out, you get a different DA sometimes, Mm. right? So like you're saying, you can't praise him without them bringing up when he does poorly. Mm. You can't talk about him being playing poorly because they'll bring up when he plays really well and then it's like well d.a can you just pick one or the other so we could just consistently talk about the positives or the negatives i
1: honestly think that him and gobert kind of are the victims of circumstance the the fact that d.a was drafted number one and that luca went after him right that Mm. circumstance by itself if it was any other draft we might, not even, we might not even be half as mad as we are at DA because there was no Luka in those wow. drafts, right? I don't but, know. But, but with, De- with go- Rudy Gobert, four draft picks, he's not the fucking one that decided the four draft picks were going to go the other way. He's not. But the but because that happened, he takes the blame, takes the blame a lot of, of everything. He, w- w- good performance or bad performance, people will always put him up to that standard like, are you worth four draft picks? Are you worth the first overall pick? It's a little unfair for both of them, but at the same time, there's a level of expectation that you have to meet because that's what the fan base expects. And I don't I think it might be a little bit impossible for both of them to reach it because they just don't have that ability to reach it. Well,
3: it's it's that and it's the max contract and it's the, you know, people that are clamoring to see what an offense run through DA looks like. This is it. We're seeing it right now and this team is not good with him as the number one option or running offense chiefly through him. True. He is great in his in his designated role when this team is fully healthy. And that's why I'm defending DA right now is because we did the same thing with Mikhail Bridges. When they are not the number two option, when they're a number three, both of them are fantastic, but they are elite role players. And that's what they are at this point. They're not number two options. And yeah, like a- Aiton has been bad defensively this year. He's been unengaged. The effort was bad tonight. He just didn't look good. Like you can say all of these things. I, I just I struggle with saying he sucks or anything like that because in his assigned role he's better than this and we've seen
0: it before.
2: I wish we could have some kind of summit where we brought everybody together and we all just decided DA is mid, right? <laughs> Meet in the middle.
0: Honestly though, Hespo, you might be on something. Well,
2: because you got this faction that want him to be great, and the other faction that said he was a bust and he's nothing. And really it's in the middle. Let's just accept
0: he's mid. And he'll have good nights, he'll have bad nights, and that's that. And leave it be at this point. And sometimes in the playoff, he'll go beast mode. Yeah. And that'll be great for us, but that's not the norm.
1: He's he's a good player. That's all he is. He's not great, and I would say he's like right in the middle, mid, of good. Right? Uh, he, he, yeah. There there are nights where he'll give you 25 and 15, but mm-hmm. then there's other nights wow. where he'll give you 8 and 4. Right. And that's who DeAndre Aiden is right now, and that might be who he is for the rest of his career. But.
2: But for a team that's, uh, you know, obsessed with the mid-range, I think having a mid-center is perfect.
3: God bless.
2: <laughs> Dad jokes for the win. I monster getting
0: booed by he, everyone out here right now. So he's a monster of the mid? Oh, monster of no. the mid, yes. Monster of the yeah, mid.
1: Monster of the mid. He's an M&M. Yeah. Oh, God.
0: The real 3 Pete in the chat gets it. it. says, DA is a good player. We expected him to be great, yes. like you guys said. Yes. Yeah. That That's, that's really and, what and it who,
2: is. And who's that on? Uh.
0: Us for (laughs) expecting to be great. Everyone involved. (laughs) Yeah. Lowered expectations. <laughs> wow!
2: <laughs> we didn't have the
0: sound effect today out here. Don't, don't, in Gerald. Pitch. Don't. <laughs> Do not say what I know She's, you're about to say.
1: She starts. She harmonized, and I joined in. It was oh, perfect. It and was that's great. what did too.
0: Last time I sang, you guys turned it into a year-long thing. Well, okay, just just enjoy this one in the moment. <laughs> oh, uh,
3: I'm so sorry to our that audio one, listeners.
0: That one you can clip. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, All right. Well, we told you a little bit off the top about our inaugural tea party. It was presented by our friends over at Four Peaks, and it was a blast. They came out here. They had a cool little pop-up, uh, wow wheat, like, little van thing that was super cute. They handed out free samples to everybody who was here. Mm-hmm. And uh, just want to remind you guys, got a fun little thing happening. Remember how we used to go to Four Peaks for the last Wednesday of every month? Yep.
2: Guess we who's took, back? We took
0: the holidays off. Back again. But we're back. It's official. Last Wednesdays are back at Four Peaks with everybody here Let's at go. PHNX. So we're inviting you guys to come hang out with us at the 8th Street Pub in Tempe. The next one will be January 25th, and all of our shows are live and in person throughout the day. There's also beer specials, like $3. Wow.
1: $3 Wild Wheats. Mm-hmm. But also, well, we had a lot of beer out here that was for sale. Guess what the first thing that sold out was? What? Wow. Wow.
2: Wow. Wow. wow! 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 <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh God, we are so wow. annoying right
0: now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <Aren't> we always <laughs> wow. um, but there's some new beer, you guys. What says new beer? Yes, what? What? listen, what new, beer? new beer. Recreational juice dank, dank. IPA. Dank. Staycation oh. super juicy what? IPA. Oh, Two juicy. new oh my God. beers That's a
2: juicy
0: be a from Four Peaks. <laughs> we got so, the weekend
2: off. Oh, we do. Stay tuned. Yeah. Let's
0: go. You no, know, any
2: beer can be recreational. There we juicy. go. It's super <laughs> juicy.
0: Thank you, Shane, for uh, uh, adding to the show. We D- appreciate DJ you. DJ Father
2: making his reappearance. Um, but just a
0: reminder: uh, to drink Four Peaks beer, you do have to be 21 years or older, and we ask that you enjoy it responsibly. Brittany Price in the chat said, "Hey." Let's talk about the two Lees. All right, Brittany, let's do that. We'll start start by naming our draft king king of the game. I think you guys know where we're going with this one. Mm -hmm. Tonight, our draft king king of the game goes to...
1: Keep it on the DL.
0: Damian Lee finished with 31 points. (laughs) 10 of 17 from the field. Had six rebounds as well. Gerald, correct me if I'm wrong. This is a career high or a season high? Career high Career high.
3: Yep.
2: Six of seven from deep.
3: Mm-hmm. And the last one he hit helped people cover the uh, spread right. at the very end. Yeah. So, yes. attaboy, do you leave?
0: had the, the folks in the bay next to us were screaming and cheering because that's the bet they made tonight on the draft Sportsbook sports we got and they I hit.
1: just want to say kevin ray was a little more than excited about that last three <laughs> ironically he was like and he hits the three oh mm, the sun's loose and i was like whoa what he must have had money on this no, he's I, no, I'm, kidding, no I'm kidding i'm <laughs> kidding k ray would never do that that's the homie he did push. <laughs> they did push. They did push.
0: Uh, so, yeah, Damian Lee, I mean, listen, we like to I like to find bright spots in games at the very least. Mm-hmm. And Damian Lee has been a bright spot. He is enjoyable to watch. And the amount of like I don't like to do like a like a valuation per dollar spent on players because <laughs> these are human beings. But uh-huh. if you want to talk about a really good off-season pickup that didn't cost the Suns a whole lot, Mm -hmm. it is Damian Lee. And he probably deserves a little bit more than what he's making right now.
3: That's what's sad about this team and this roster. As you look at the minimum guys they picked up, they hit on all of them. They got Damian Lee, they got Jock Landale, um, they got Josh Akogi, all of whom have been great contributors for the veteran minimum. Lee looks like a guy that can play playoff minutes if they get to the playoffs. Like the last three games, 22 points and 7 rebounds, 11 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds and then 31 and 6 tonight like he not only is he i think he's still leading the league in three point percentage at this point but, but i he, would i would think with yeah, going think 6 and so. 7 tonight. tonight i would think so but like <laughs> he's he's been great for them on both ends and offensively he's been able to produce despite the inconsistent role despite guys being in and out of the lineup <laughs> He's a guy that you can plug in, and they're going to be thankful for that come playoff time for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I,
4: I
1: don't know what the phrase is for pound for pound, mm-hmm. but dollar for dollar, Damian Lee has been the best move of the offseason for the Suns. Yeah. They could, I'd agree with that.
2: I, I, uh, DA should be happy they don't have that stat because <laughs> him compared
1: <laughs> to D. Lee would be pretty bad. Points per dollar? <laughs> Points yeah. per dollar. It would not look good for old DA. <laughs>
2: oh, man. Dollar plus minus, it would not be pretty. Yeah. It looked like Saul on our uh, betting uh, <laughs> chart. There,
0: it's also really easy to root for Damian Lee because, like, you know how like we've got a couple popular, like, well-known players who are very likable, mm-hmm. but then we also have like the fan favorites, and I feel like Damian yeah. Lee, if not. If he isn't already a fan favorite, I feel like he should be. He's very likable. Like he, he's so well spoken when he speaks to like the media. He gives you guys considerate answers, and mm-hmm. he doesn't just kind of rush through and give you some BS. Um, he's so sweet with his family. Every time we get to see them together, whether it's on social media or like the other night when he got his ring against the Warriors. Like, there's just so much to like about this guy, and just like his mentality, so stuff. Some of the things he shares on his own social media page, like. He's a solid dude. I'm really glad that we have Damian yeah. Lee on this team.
2: Good dude, playing well. If he is not in the three-point yeah. contest, it's a sham. He's not going to be. But honestly, it's total crap if he's not in the three-point contest. Mm-hmm. It should be him. It should be his two brother-in-laws uh, and Steph and Seth, because they're both shooting well. There's a storyline there, because this the whole All-Star Weekend's about storylines and what you can sell people on. Well, that's one, and he's shooting the lights out. You should be rewarding a guy who's playing that well, uh, yeah. for, because it's all about freaking three-point shooting. You don't take the guy that's shooting the best in the league. It, it just feels ridiculous that, that it doesn't happen. I get it. Oh, you want marquee names. Well, Jam a few more key names in there and give Damian Lee the last spot to beat all their asses in All-Star Weekend.
3: It won't happen. You would hope they'd learn from last year when Cam Johnson, I think he was second in the league in three-point percentage and somehow didn't get an invite yeah. to that event. Uh, they were like, who? Odds are probably against Damian <laughs> Lee if that's the case. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's tough.
1: Horse yeah. crap. It's, like, hey, Cam Johnson so three-point contest. Who? It's not
0: fun. Um, But shout-out to Damian Lee, our king of the game. Also, right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. If you have not downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Make sure when you do, you use the promo code PHNX because new customers who use that promo code can bet $5 on the NFL and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PHNX, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, B's in the chat asked, uh, she's, they said, Sabian Lee though, is Sabian Lee going to be this year's Bismack the Ambo? Sabian. Sabian oh, sorry. Sabian. My bad. Damian. Sabin.
1: <laughs> Sabian. Sabian. That was, that was
0: my Sabian bad. Lee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sabian Lee. He sorry. has not
0: been around long the enough politics. for you to know his first name yet. All right. No, I mean, I was literally reading it, but now I, we already have a Damian Lee. So, you yep. know, whatever. My bad. <laughs> you guys knew what I was going for. Yes. Yes. yes it
3: was your bad. <laughs> um,
2: anyway. <laughs>
0: So Jesus to the question,
3: to save Lindsay right now, Sabin Lee.
0: Uh, I've I've
3: liked what I've seen from him. I know that I was kind of a little critical of of signing him to a ten day because there were other names out there that I floated that I thought would make more sense. But he's come in and he's been pretty seamless as far as fitting in. Um, you know, plus six off the bench, twelve points, shot three of three, uh, two assists to only one turnover. Like he, he hasn't turned the ball over and that's the biggest thing you need from a guard on a 10 day to just come in and handle the ball. He's been able to do that. He's not, you know, he only played 13 minutes, so it's not like he's having a major impact. Um, But he's looked comfortable, confident handling the rock. He, like I said, he gets downhill and puts pressure on the rim. Um, And if you can just have a guy that game manages, because we know Dwayne Washington is not necessarily that he's more of the shoot first guy that can help you for this short temporary stretch. I think,
1: I, I agree, and I think it's great uh, that he's he's not hurting himself, yes. all right? But I think a lot of fans think that a 10-day, they want somebody that's going to make a— uh, they are hoping for somebody that's going to make more of an impact. Yeah. And Because that is what the Suns need right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if, if Saban Lee's really got that in him right now. You know, he's he's, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not great. He's not going to be able to really change the game for you. Uh, unless you start to give him a lot more minutes, which, shit, with the way the season's going, who knows what the yeah. hell could happen. But um, I think that's what fans expect. So I, I, good for the kid for, for showing out the way he is and, and really doing his job in the in the moments that he gets a chance to. But I, I don't know if he gets extended after this 10-day if they make another move, which I don't think they will. So he <laughs> has a good shot of staying on the team. Start
2: saving on Monday. I mean, I don't think there's any reason not to. You know? You know what Dwayne Washington Jr. is going to give you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what he's, he's going to shoot. It's going to be hit or miss, depending on the game. That sounds like really shitty basketball now. So he's going to shoot, and he's going to hit, or he's going to miss. <laughs> uh, no, Analysis. But, you heard but, it here first. But, but you know what I mean. That it, he, he runs hot and cold. Mm-hmm. I'd like to you got nothing to lose put Saban out there as your starter see if you can get off to a faster start with having a guy that that looks to distribute and, and protects the ball there to begin the game I mean I'm I want to see I want to see that just to see if there is anything here
3: yeah he and, and he's been productive he has through his first two games he has 20 points in 28 total minutes um, and he shot five of seven. From the field, so he's he's been pretty good for them. Six assists to only two turnovers. Um, I, I like what I've seen so far. Again, he's not coming in and changing the course of the game, but if you can have someone who can orchestrate a little bit of offense, that's that's a good thing.
0: Gerald, somebody in the chat, uh, Adam and Tosh said your hoodie is super awesome. You want to show it off a little bit for yeah, everyone I'm, at home?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm one of like eight employees here that wore this hoodie
0: tonight <laughs> because so. it's a little chilly out. Yes, We're,
3: it is. Where can you get that, Gerald? You can That's get that question. at gophnx.com. We have a lot of great merch over there. You can also, if you sign up for a membership as a diehard, you get special merchandise and you get discounts on that merchandise. Plus, you can read all of my... Content that is behind the paywall for Diehard, don't that, we? That's the only reason Gerald wanted to read that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really meant to be an ad. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that to all of you guys. But somebody did really compliment your hoodie, and not, our hoodies are super dope. Though. Dude, they're
2: also it's hella comfortable. Super comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to skip a few clicks, go to phnxlocker.com, and that'll save you. A but few if you're a
1: Diehard and you get into uh the merch through the Die Hard app,
3: then you get it at a discount. Yeah, you're going to yes. get you 20% off. Then. And I mean, these things are softer than you guys in the chat think DA is. Softer
0: than oh, oh, hey oh. now. Soft, soft. It'll get AKA
1: Softer Than Baby <laughs> shit.
0: Marketer, right there. It'll get you zero points resume. and zero
1: rebounds. But is. You'll be damn comfortable. Soft as Charmin. <laughs> Dear
0: God. Okay, let's get back on track. Mm-hmm. So, we do have um, some more things to talk about around the Suns, okay? Brian Wynn horse came out the other day. I think it was yesterday. And in this video, he talked about ownership within the sun's organization and who's really pulling the strings. Let's hear what he had to say.
4: I mean, right now at this point, Malika, I'm going to chop it because any game where they don't get a player injured, yes, is a good night. Mm. The problem, we know that they've got Jay Crowder sitting out, you know, they're desperate for players. So you're saying, why will they not trade Jay Crowder to get help? And the reason is, is they've got three quasi owners. Like, nothing I've seen before in my 20 years covering the NBA. They have Sam Garvin, who is the acting owner right now for Robert Sarver, who is in the middle of selling the team because he is suspended. But while Sam Garvin has said he has the authority to make trades, he actually doesn't because under the rules that the the league put down under the suspension, Robert Sarver is allowed to, to say yes or no to any trade for a player that makes over $10 million, which is who Jay Crowder is. Any trade almost certainly has to go on Sarver's desk. Meanwhile, Matt Ishbia, is going to try to take control of this team within the next month. I'm not sure that the league is going to get through with their vetting process, but he's hoping to get control of the team ahead of the trade deadline so he can have a decision on who the trade is. So the the Phoenix Suns front office, James Jones, is trying to help his team. He's got different people saying yes or no that he's got to sign off on. Mm. It's very, very difficult for them to get something done, not Mm. to mention the trade market's tight.
0: Like nothing I've ever seen before in my 20 years Of covering the NBA. Lord have mercy, can we catch a break?
2: And he had a better description of it on his podcast. He talked about it uh, there and he described it as if the Phoenix Suns were LaGuardia Airport and you're trying to take off in a snowstorm. Oh God. and that the conditions have to be exactly perfect for them oh. to figure out how to get a trade accomplished. Not LaGuardia. But I, 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 there is hope because he says Ishby is trying to take over mm. before the trade deadline. I think that is your one true hope to have anything there, but I think it's slim to none, which means yeah. now – we're, uh, we're trying to take off in a snowstorm flying blind and hoping James Jones can thread that needle where Robert Sarver, Sam Garvin, and maybe Matt Ishbia all say yes to it.
3: It's a nightmare, man. Mm-hmm. It's rough. I, I, I have like 5% hope that they make a trade of significance before the trade deadline at this point, and even that feels optimistic. If this If this is the case, if this is what we're actually dealing with, and Sarver still has approval, and everybody doesn't know who to talk to on the Suns. Like, we're screwed.
2: Yeah, let me say it straight to the camera. Fuck you, Robert Sarver, Ooh. for putting him in a situation. <laughs> because you're not only screwing him this year, you're screwing him in the future. And it could very well mean that Devin Booker doesn't have the true shot at a championship that he deserves because you're going to play whatever stupid mind game you're trying to play. Put Maj Ishbia in a position to succeed, just because you couldn't figure out how to pull it off doesn't mean you should screw the guy that's yeah. paying you $4 billion for the franchise. Also,
0: that's... not just the guy who's paying you $4 billion, but how about everybody else? How many times have you talked about caring about this community? Well, screwing over the franchise that we all love does not show that you care whatsoever. Well, and Supposedly
2: supposedly, him and Book have a good relationship. Well, you know what you're doing? You're giving him the finger by doing this. It's not helping anybody. I think it's horse shit. The finger! <laughs> He's giving him the eleven, all right. He's That's good. what he's he doing to add some
0: lightness to the conversation. <laughs> oh, no, God. but Listen, for real he, though, this is outrageous. He never
2: like, gave a shit in the first place. Come on. he didn't
1: give a shit. He doesn't give a shit about this. Yeah, this, but the press
0: releases say he does. He really doesn't give
1: a fuck <laughs> about any of that stuff. Like, let's be real. He's petty. He doesn't like it. He doesn't want this franchise to succeed unless he's at the helm. He's bitter about the fact that he's getting removed, and he wants this franchise to be. He wants it to flounder. And he and he hopes it does. He's going to hand it off for four bill, and he's going to hope it falls apart. And it's hopefully Matt Ishbia is not going to take the bait, and he's he's going to be able to to make some moves and, and put people in the position to succeed. And honestly, the fact that Matt Ishbia is really clamoring to, to try and take ownership before the trade deadline. It means a lot to me um, mm. because it makes me feel like at least somebody's got their head in the game and they really want this franchise to succeed. Um, so I'm optimistic about the future, regardless of the limitations we might have here in the short term. Mm. Um, it makes me feel good that at least we have an owner that that is going to want to invest in this franchise and really get it to a level that's worthy of an NBA championship
2: contender. But the league should reward that. They should look at this and, and go, okay, we understand the reality of this. Let's expedite this as much as is prudent. We don't want to okay a guy that could have problems, but you know that they've been looking into him for a while. If you feel comfortable, make sure it is done prior to the deadline so you're not handcuffing your latest partner uh, of the 30 partners that are NBA owners.
3: I really worry that they gave him that, that little clause in the agreement or whatever as far as selling the team to get him to sell the team like okay if you sell the team you can still be petty and have this one little thing i worry about that and that's why i don't think that's why i'm not optimistic that anything changes unless they're able to expedite this process somehow
0: do you really think that was how it went down because like in a perfect world wouldn't it have been like we don't think he's gonna sell because he's so petty so we're gonna put this clause in to at least allow him to have control and then when he did decide to sell then it became a thing
3: i think the way that the nba has handled this every i mean it wouldn't surprise me of the way has been hesitant to do what needs to be done to get a guy out of the league that clearly needs to be out of the league i think if they really cared about distancing themselves from sarver they would never have given him authority over a franchise that he is no longer going to be the owner of i think this
2: is much simpler than that i think when they wrote this was when he was suspended and they went, how do we avoid getting sued for this step? No. And this guy is, for for better or worse, the guy that signs the checks. Yeah. So if you don't give him some kind of oversight on spending, there's probably a lawsuit that happens. And I think that's why this, this clause is in there, because in the end, they wanted to avoid any kind of legal ramifications that came with the punishment. And I think that's why that showed up in there.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, like, God forbid, James Jones goes crazy and trades away Devin Booker or something like that. And then Robert comes back and it's like, I would have never okayed something along those lines. Now who's on the hook for fixing that?
2: Or they yeah. find a way to add, you know, $100 million in future salary, right, right for yeah. expirings. And then that compounds with all... Of the uh, of the luxury tax, and if he doesn't sell, he would have been on the hook for that. And I don't think they wanted that that to be possible because that would have led to to issues. He poor, needed some
3: oversight. Poor guy. Can you imagine if he had to pay a couple extra million before he gets his four oh, billion dollar payday? So, but so I think this sad. was
2: more. I don't think they thought he was going to sell.
3: No, I don't. I don't think, I think they, did they thought.
2: This guy's going to going to buckle down. He's going to either serve this year or fight us on it and we can't have anything in there that's going to give him something to sue.
0: Yeah. Mark in the chat said, NBA took half measure when full measures were required. Great That's 100% game. what they did. And this is the reason why we're in this situation. If you would have just, like, forced the hand and said, you have to sell the team, we wouldn't be in this situation in the first place because that clause wouldn't be there. Maybe the NBA would be the one who would be the managing partner. I will knock it over. I, <laughs> yeah. I will knock so over close. your beer, I promise. I, was like, oh, my God. I do talk with my hands a lot, though. <laughs> um, but maybe we would be in a completely different situation. James Jones's hands would not be tied Jay Crowder would be on a different team. We would have another body in place of of Jay Crowder. And we would on have Kevin
1: team. Durant.
4: That too? No.
1: no. <laughs>
0: can we
4: stop Espo. that? Can Espo. we let us Can we, can we it. stop? It's it's sarcasm. A- okay. Jesus. Uh, well,
0: all
2: the, half the internet still thinks it's a possibility, even though the Nets are world beaters. We were fucking promised, Espo, all summer. <laughs> Big moves are happening. Man, mm.
1: nothing fucking happened still oh, bitter. Well. Uh, Whoa. I
0: thought we were over that now. A 43-page report
1: How did have. you signing Damien <laughs> Lee. How dare you underestimate my pettiness?
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm over it now.
1: Uh-huh. I don't know if
0: that just happened or if it happened a while ago, but now that you bring it up, like, I have no feelings <laughs> yes, towards no, it second. right now. It I is. got past. I'm fine.
1: All it is, is it, it is, just, it is it just takes the magic of Saul <laughs> to, to really get Lindsay over something. No, so, uh, I feel
0: like I've been over it for a minute. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Like, I, it, it's it's long gone. It is. I don't know it, that there's anything worth, like, holding I'm over it, too. To. I just, you
1: know, I wanted to be petty about
2: I it. I love That's that it. we're yeah, acting you know. like, like James Jones hasn't tied his own hands before in terms yeah. of sitting on them and yeah. so not doing anything, you know? Yeah. That's fair.
3: I don't know. I, I felt like it had a very little chance of happening. And even when he named the Suns, I was like, okay, if he forces his way out, there's a chance. He didn't do that. We so. were 24
1: hours away from having Kevin Durant on this team.
3: Look, Phoenix
1: we he was on the plane. He was ready to go. Oh, like, no, that's, it, that's, it, that's it was spoken that. into the universe. We were told on Twitter that big moves were happening. Look, mm.
2: let's be honest. Phoenix <sighs> is the ultimate leverage play. They are. Phoenix gets used. <laughs> Cardinals fans, mm. Sean Payton is using you. He's trying to get somewhere else and get $20 million. He's using you. Just like all these other people in sports have used Phoenix to get somewhere else. That's, that's what goes on here. Sometimes I hate
1: us, Bo. It's, it's, <laughs> for being right? Just <laughs> let me live in my dream. I mean,
2: you can live in your dream like, if you want to be disappointed.
1: It was fun in the summer Ooh. to fantasize that KD oh, was going to be a Phoenix Sun. And it, and it didn't happen, so now I'm a little bit bitter. But you know what? The ride was
2: fun. To quote the great philosopher Bain... There is no true despair Mm -hmm. without hope. Yeah, yeah, but but you know what? When you ride a roller coaster and
1: you're having a fucking great time, who cares if you throw up afterwards?
0: I mean, I do. (laughs) I don't want to throw up.
1: The ride was fun. Let's go. (laughs) And that's how I feel about Sean Payton.
2: I would have loved to have heard how you uh, hit on women.
1: Stop (laughs)
0: taking a
2: hot
1: toddy on my dreams.
3: (laughs) 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 That's not... What? (laughs) What?
0: I don't understand I don't think happening. that's what a hot toddy is. <laughs>
3: no, I don't believe it is. Oh, my
0: gosh.
2: Oh, <laughs> shit. No, right. It's not that either. Don't worry. Uh, don't look it up.
0: I think we should probably reset. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to reset by telling you about our friends over at More Furniture. They have fantastic furniture. Every single piece of furniture that you need for your home or your office or anything of that sort you can probably find it at More Furniture. Not only is it easy and beautiful and comfortable, but they also have white glove delivery, making it even more easy on you. You don't have to worry about I believe that's called things. easier, Lindsay. Whatever. <laughs> my, I'm tired, and I'm cold, and when I get cold, my brain stops working, okay? My fingers literally feel oh. like they're frozen, and I know it's only like 60 degrees out here. Whatever, don't yell at me.
2: Wait, it's a more furniture, Ed. You were saying M-O-R easy. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. All right, Duh, there we go. Esmo. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> anyway... You can save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com that's m o r furniture.com.
2: Uh, and I believe I'm doing an ad. Now. You are. Let's uh, see what Octane, you got as well. Octane Raceway, uh, if you, so you are full of gas. So. I am. <laughs> oh, I don't move fast though. Those carts though, do. And if you love Ooh. if you love a good time and uh, and moving fast, Octane Raceway's got you covered. Head out there, uh, they're easily and uh, conveniently located up there. On the 101, uh, and I love going out there. Right, At the indoor outdoor track is one of my favorite things about there. I've been to a lot of these racing places. Go with my nephews who love it. Uh, but the track there is is one of my favorite that I've ever ever been on. And if you have a competitive bone in your body, even a small one, you're gonna go out there and you could want to kick somebody's ass on the track. I mean, we got out there and we wanted to to beat everybody. It's a lot of fun. Head out there to Octane Raceway. You'll enjoy it. Your kids will enjoy it. You'll act like a kid. It's a great great time.
0: Yes, and also, you can watch the big game at Mavericks with dozens of 4K televisions, 20-foot jumbotron, 5,000-square-foot restaurant featuring a chef-curated menu, craft beers, and custom cocktails. They have so many different packages. For the big game over at Mavericks, so check it out. Um, you can enjoy the Super Bowl experience at Mavericks. Book in advance though at Mavericks.com/slash/the-big-game. Saul, no, you know what's surprising?
2: Mm.
0: Espo loves underdog fantasy, but yeah, he won't let us live over here in our fantasy worlds, which yeah, doesn't make it doesn't sense. Make sense at all. It literally because does not make sense, Espo. There's, Gen, there's a
2: difference here Gen, because
0: Gen, with underdog Gen, fantasy,
2: you win. With your <laughs> fantasies, you just lose and wind up, win. wind up disappointed. In our minds, we I'm win. Go you wind up disappointed.
0: In our minds, we win. I'm going to go higher. How do you know if I lose in my
1: fantasies?
0: Okay, now we're getting a little way too off track on this one. I don't like Bringing it, it back to underdog fantasy. He really thinks he's in my the head. The place that does daily fantasy sports <laughs> different. Scary. Also combines fantasy sports and the potential to win money. Underdog fantasy is a heck of a lot of fun um you can play it solo you can play with a group of friends you can play with any type of like one two three four five whatever it may be so you don't have to get like a whole group to commit to an entire season
2: the solo fantasy is a little sad though
0: but it's still fun (laughs) um it's easy to get started go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app but make sure you sign up with the promo code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars you guys, we are a mess today. <laughs> this is
3: called fun, Lindsay. Who's sweet?
0: This, this is called sitting fun.
1: in the
3: middle, catching crossfire. <laughs> <here>. in <laughs> <the> middle. <laughs>
1: talking to himself. <laughs> Fantasy of one,
2: please. Listen
0: to code, please. Listen to code. Stop embarrassing Lindsay in public,
2: guys. <laughs> I agree, code.
0: <laughs> For one time, oh just my goodness. Stop. <laughs> Oh, oh my
1: god. Y'all I got are the a giggles right. I didn't even take an OGs. And I, I have the giggles. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on.
0: Um we did get a super chat from Sean. Sean, thank you for your super chat. He was out here hanging out with us at our inaugural tea party. Said, you gotta read
2: the full name, All it's
0: Sean, Sean Marks. Marks. I only ever read the first name. Yeah, but this but is, just in case this is an important this name. Is yeah, Sean Marks is the GM
4: <laughs> of the Brooklyn Nets.
0: Um <laughs> He said all the clothes are super comfortable, and that is true. He was talking about Gerald's sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of being out here tonight, I do want to do one real quick shout out to Dobson Ranch Golf Club, all of our partners, and all of our friends who came to hang out with us tonight. You want, me, you want to go just down like the list, Sean. real quick? I mean, if you want to, we yeah. got
1: West Coast Scooters. We had uh, uh, Dairy of what was it? The Dairy, the Dairy the of. D- Air- Arizona milk producers. There you go. Arizona here, milk producers. Here, Dude, the there you go.
0: Look Air, at these sweet cups. Yeah, Arizona milk amazing.
1: producers. OGS, Mountain Mike's, Chop Shop, Stretch Lab. Oh,
2: can I say, Four Peaks? Can I say something about Stretch Lab? Oh,
1: oh I think I'm signing up. Yeah, it both was unbelievable. I did it, did you do I did
0: it too. Oh my oh. god,
1: it was unbelievable. Fifteen it, minutes. It
0: was literally like the best parts of a massage combined with stretching, and yeah. I was without like, the awkwardness. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It was um, awesome. But no, it was super fun, there were so many people out here today, we were playing um, golf on the range. We had the closest to the pin, the pin, pin. Yeah, challenge. We did the three-point challenge. Y'all, I walked up real quick, did a grainy shot, and I was this close. made So close Lindsay almost made, it. So yeah. Lindsay almost made
1: it. it. I was like, oh, my God. And Lindsay's there was, like, no setup one. or
0: anything. I would, yeah. Oh, man, that would have been the greatest that, day I did,
1: ever. I did feel like that three-point shot was a little longer than, a, like, a normal high school three-point shot. So it you're felt saying we need to get longer? a measuring tape out, felt, out
0: here? No, I felt like I it was close. It
1: was good, but it was also kind of in the dark, so you didn't really have good depth perception. So a lot of people were, like, just throwing the ball over the hoop, missing it by, like, 10 yards. like It was not pretty. Only one person made it out, of like, 50.
2: Saul, so I do my best work in the dark. So, oh I, you know.
0: So, anyway, back, you back to eyes. the inaugural PHNX Tea Party. It was a blast. And we just honestly want to say thank you to everyone who came out here and made it so much more fun and enjoyable. Um, I shared some pictures on my Twitter. I didn't get pictures with everybody. I probably should have. I really wanted to try and get one in every single bay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lindsay was a social butterfly. Tonight. She was. Surprisingly I was so enough, proud I of you. was. I really was um,
0: proud of you. I, I started with some of our friends in one bay, and then I was like, you know what? Let me just get three of these bays, which was like four, to, four or six people in each one. Um, it was nicely like spread out too because mm-hmm. you could have like your group of friends or we had so many people come and just chill at our bay yeah. and like join our game and it was super fun. But I um, shared some pictures on our on my Twitter. So if you guys want to look at it and then be really sad that you didn't come, and then that inspires you to come to the next one, you know.
2: Shout out to Sean.
0: Use that motivation. Sean,
2: who dropped us a chat, he was sitting uh, in the bay with me. He, him, his wife, his kids were out here, I had a lot of fun with them. So thanks for coming yeah. out, Sean. Sean,
1: yeah. a bunch of a bunch of our other die, diehards were through here. It was it was a phenomenal time. Uh, listen, I I, I I I can't speak enough about how when people first come out here to these events it's like they don't understand what we're really trying to do and then we teach them and we talk to them and, and it's just like, it's just that buy in and then they usually bring back a couple more people for the next event and then it keeps growing and growing so become a die hard, come kick it with us at these events, listen we're we're pretty much completely different than we are on these shows, like we're we're actually nice people. Like, you come up I'm to not. us. Like, we, you know, Lindsay gives hugs. Like, <laughs> okay. you know, I'll shake your hand and say, hey, how's it going, buddy? You know what I mean? Like, it's just a great time, and mm-hmm. it's about community. That's the thing we've been preaching since day one. Yeah. It's about community. Whether you hate DA or love them, it doesn't matter. We still love you regardless. We just want you to be a part of this big Suns community um, and big PHNX community, and that's the beauty of the events like this. We get to hang out and just kick it and have a good time and talk ball and – and hit yeah. golf balls. We're know. not we're so, not
2: just going to sit behind the mics and and not ever interact with you. It's what the yeah. chat's about. That's what these events are about. Yeah, you're you're part of this. We're in it together. So thanks for, for everybody.
0: Not to put you guys on the spot, but what are we thinking for the next uh, gathering? Do we uh, at least have a month in
1: mind? So I do believe in February we will doing we will be doing not only another one of these events, but we also. We'll be doing another takeover.
3: Ooh, nice! At the Suns
1: game, it looks like it's probably going to be the 24th against OKC. But don't don't quote
2: me on that. Okay, we're still working the details. And right. we we got a couple big announcements coming up too in general. So stay with us for those. Can, can I, I just are... go ahead and announce it? Even though we don't have a no,
0: graphic. No, no, Damn. So we'll do do it no. It how Monday. much work I'm putting into this? Absolutely no, 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 not that. Not. No, not, okay. not that one. Dog. Not that
1: one. Monday. Not Let that. Bro. Monday. Oh. Monday. Oh. Monday. Monday. We have a graphic for Monday. right? Yeah, well, I, that's why I was trying to cue our producer because I knew she didn't have the graphic. Okay,
0: well I just needed. You said we didn't have a graphic, so I was just. Oh, uh, That's not know.
1: bad. I mean, I mean, we have a graphic. We just need to show it. But on Guys, Monday, I've got
0: we, secrets I'm keeping.
1: On me? Monday, we have something really cool. So Monday we play the Memphis Grizzlies, and it's MLK Day. Mm. So I think it's it's apropos that we do. Um, our pregame show for, live from an MLK event, and we're choosing to do it at Marcos Deniza High School live from the MLK Dream Classic. Uh, Marcos has been gracious enough to host us. Uh, we'll be there uh, for this MLK Dream Classic, and we'll be previewing the the Grizzlies versus Suns game. But more importantly... Uh, we will be live during uh, a phenomenal basketball game. The number one versus number two uh, women's basketball teams in the state, Desert Vista versus Xavier. It's going to be lit. Xavier's coached by Jennifer Gillum, who used to be with the Mercury. Um, and uh, I i forgot her name, but she's she plays for Desert Vista. Her name's Justice. Uh, dang it, dang it, dang it. I want to say Robinson, but I could be wrong on that. Anyway, she's expected already as a freshman at Desert Vista and being the top dog there, she's expected to be a top WNBA pick when she does declare at some point down the road. So it's a phenomenal event. We couldn't be more proud to, to be associated with something like this. And uh, we'll have some guests on as well to, to just kind of commemorate, commemorate MLK mm-hmm. uh, Day as well, because it's an important one, not only in the NBA, but also uh, in the world. And uh, I'm looking forward to
2: it pretty much. And stay tuned. There's still more announcements coming. uh, (laughs) We'll have
1: another big announcement on Monday when we actually get a graphic made.
0: Gosh, so many announcements. Um, Okay, I'm going to give you guys a choice here we can either say goodbye now mm. or we can do a what would have been a producer surprise but now it's a Lindsay surprise
2: lindsey oh surprise. Lindsay, Lindsay let's surprise let's go oh okay. snap oh
0: um, she is a
1: social i wasn't fly. ready for this
0: <laughs> what is, who, what's like, going on with her
1: <laughs> look at her spread her wings and fly. i know she's a peacock just it's because we fly. have two
0: days <laughs> off so i can crawl in my cave and recover <laughs> 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 okay this has been going around on social media, so I did not come up with it. I just screenshotted it. Okay. Uh, would you rather be trapped in a mall for 24 hours with a silverback gorilla or five black mambas? In this scenario, for us, they're actively trying to get you.
2: This is this is easy. It's one silverback. Yeah. Because you got one thing you got to worry about. And it's, you You can hide. Like, you're in a mall. There's places to hide. I'm going one silverback. Not five things I got to worry about uh, that can pop out at any moment.
1: Oh, and, no. It's really? definitely the mambas. Really? Dude, a silverback, you're not running from a silverback. And you could try to hide. That motherfucker will break down the door and come after you. There's not a single door anywhere in that mall that will protect you from a silverback.
2: Look, I have thought about this. Like, I've thought the, the scenario, zombie apocalypse. I'm going over to Fiesta Mall and I'm hiding out in there. No. Plenty of places no, to hide. No, no,
0: and no. probably not a lot of people either. No. <laughs> so, I'm talking about mambas, yeah.
1: mambas. 5 of them though. Dude, see? I'm jumping over them.
0: Did, you, they're they're so fast. <laughs> did you not see? Did snake they're in a plane? Faster Shut than da, probably da, 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 the silverback. 100%. Da, 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 da.
2: And you are so, bit right the ass. Ass.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm
3: jumping over it. He says, First, like, first all right. of
1: all, like, I'd rather get bit and die than get my
0: limbs ripped the fuck off my body. Well, if you just started with your head, you'd be fine, it'd be real fast. Yeah, I feel I'm like just said he would. That? Okay, I feel like what?
2: I feel like getting bit. It'd it, be real fast. I feel like getting bit and having to deal with poison is oh, worse than hurt.
3: getting getting ripped yeah. apart. and you know it. One caught you the other the
2: head four. Off, like it was no big deal. No,
0: the gorilla would if it took yours first. It'd be real fast, How real painless. How you know that? Well, you just said if if I he ripped my all chances. my limbs off, and I said, oh, well, if no. he took your head first, it'd be fast. Oh my god. Anyway, it's definitely the gorilla because at the very least, like. Like in like the mall, like Jersey all Robinson the stores. is the
1: name of the Desert visitor player. Jersey Robinson, thank there you. There
0: you go. And all the stores, they have like the like the lock cages, right? Mm-hmm. That actually shut down the stores. At the very least, you could buy yourself 10 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe until it finds you and like rips it open, but you get a break. The little snakes could just like slither right through those things. You get zero breaks.
1: If I close the door, a snake's not getting through the door.
0: No, but in a mall, a lot of them have like the chain link.
1: Yeah, the gates. It's It's not all doors. We're talking about in a mall. Yeah, but those gates, those, 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 gaps are only like this big. And I I bet you 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 we can fit through there. Have you seen I, a it, snake? Go to, go to the bathroom and close the door in the bathroom. Those aren't <laughs> greats.
2: Great. I don't know. I'm solid. Then I, it goes through the air vent. I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. I've a, seen oh, snakes a snake on a plane. snake is going to the air vent Have yes. you seen snakes on a plane? Does, <laughs> does
1: it crawl up the wall
2: now? Oh, you should see yes. snakes on a plane, my friend.
1: No, I'll get on the escalator and watch these stupid little motherfuckers try to crawl up the goddamn escalator and fall in and just get graded up like... Swiss cheese.
0: Bro, you're going to die immediately. No way! <laughs> so I was the first can, to die. Can well, I clarify we, something?
2: Are we hmm. stuck in this mall? Or can I simply leave and no, burn the s- thing down?
0: 24 hours.
3: 24, 24 hours. I'm stuck for 24 hours. The, the
2: silverback is for sure killing you.
1: Okay. You have no chance. Five, Mambas? Are you five? Dude, you think a chain link fence is going to stop you from a gorilla? Bro, you are out of control. Back? <laughs> a silverback would just rip that thing off, like,
3: and then just kill you. All right. I would say. You
0: are out of control. I will
3: say I'm taking the silverback, and here's why. After years of covering the suns at the expense of my own mental well-being, it is only fitting that I die at the hands of an actual gorilla. Oh, my God. <laughs> taking, oh, my God. I'm taking the gorilla. I'm naming him go, and that's how I'm going to go out. That's it. it. Oh he's going oh to take, take your remains and slam them through the <laughs> hoop at the at, at the
2: He's going to throw them through a wheel of fire yeah, yeah, in the mall. Like, ah.
1: <laughs> your only chance of surviving a silverback attack is if you like taught it sign language and try to communicate with it? What cool. was the name of the the, the...
3: Planet of the Apes? No, no, okay,
1: Jesus Christ! Can we all in real life? There was a gorilla <laughs> that knew sign language and it then passed away. It was really sad. Yeah, Robin Williams. William, and Williams is like best friends with it.
0: I know what movie you're talking what about.
1: not Caesar. This
2: is a goddamn planet of the Apes, Gerald. No,
0: they made a movie about it. Yeah. Yeah, not that movie. They made like six
2: of them that Gerald
0: saw. Damn talking it, about. Gerald.
1: He walked right into that one. I was like, oh by,
2: by the way, I think there's another important thing here is is this an empty, deserted mall, or is this a mall that has this, everything dude. in the stores? <laughs> no, because then I have weapons, right? Yeah. And I might be in on the sticks if I have something that I can actually try to fend off. Yeah, just
1: walk into exploring goods, get some bass and just whack can those motherfuckers, Can we all just agree man?
0: that regardless of what option we choose, it's just a matter of time before we die? <laughs> You guys like Coco I mean, thank you.
1: yes. Coco was the was the, the actual real mm. silverback
0: twenty four hours <laughs> with like whatever apple. option you choose actively hunting Sweet. you. We're one hundred percent not Banana. making it out. <laughs> like there's I mean, no chance,
3: yeah, probably not. I mean, so it's
0: just a pick your poison kind of And I would, li- well, I would like to if not have the, have the poison. <laughs> yeah. You'd rather not
2: have the poison. I- not have the actual yeah, I'd, poison. I, I'd rather not be writhing in pain and, and and slow death through the poison. I think you're right there. Because, because you know, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll peek my head out the door uh, of my comfortable bathroom that the snakes <laughs> cannot come in while I watch your guys' limbs get torn
2: and thrown across the <laughs> hallway. You know what the first thing we do? What? We'll take all the doors <laughs> off the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> If we're we're going down, you're coming
0: with us. Oh, man. All right. Well, this has has been a show. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, guys. If you've made it this far, we love you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you guys, as always. We have two days off in a row from Suns basketball, and it happens to be a Saturday and Sunday. We hope you guys have a fantastic weekend.
1: Weekend, baby. We got a weekend. Let's go. Make
0: the most of it. Distract yourself a little bit from Suns basketball. Just take a break. Do something else that brings you some joy. But then meet us back here on Monday. Pre-game show, post-game show for you guys. It's a little bit of an earlier one on Monday, 4 p.m. So we'll see you then. And until then... You can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay smith You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourguet. and you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take a song.
2: Remember, the disgraced future former owner of the Phoenix Suns has one thing and one thing only that makes him happy: stealing our joy. <laughs> Ahoy, hoy! though.
1: Lindsey, Gerald, Espo, Saul, pass the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. i all always rep the family rally in the valley like dan g no plan b always on the job my team move like the mob